Well, hey there, friends and family. Welcome back to Leader Talks with the MYC. This is your host, Matt Taylor, and I'm so pumped to get into our talk today, which is really about talking. We're going to talk about communicating for change. Uh, Man, there is one thing I know to be true, and that is the statistic that says people would rather die instead of talking in front of people. The number one fear in the world uh, as of a few years ago was public speaking. Uh, Number two was death. So people would rather die than talk in front of people. And uh, man, my goal today is to help with that, help bring some confidence to your communication. And here's the deal. By no means do I think I am a top tier speaker. Do I feel, no, By no means do I feel uh, like I'm a phenomenal communicator. I do feel most comfortable in the realm of communication. Uh, and so for, for me, this is something that I'm hoping to encourage you with, uh, just some tips and tricks that I learned along the way to help you be a more confident speaker uh, and to help you really lead change through your communication. Communication. I don't think we give communication enough credit. Uh, we we can do so so much when we can encourage, we can inspire, and we can empower people. And a huge way we do that is through communicating. And so here at the NYC, we believe in one simple truth: leadership is a universal language. And so that what we're going to talk about today, no matter where you find yourself in life, this can help you. This will help you take a step forward into being the better leader. And if you're a better leader, and I'm a better leader, and we're all growing together, that means no matter where we are, we are continuing to expand our influence and make a difference for the kingdom of God, and that is vital, and that is why we exist. So let's hop in. Communicating for Change is a book written by Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley is a pastor out of Atlanta, Georgia, uh, is doing a phenomenal thing. He, he, I mean, you can see him all over the place. He's, he is a top-tier speaker, top-tier communicator, and uh, he wrote this book to help encourage young pastors and young leaders, young communicators on how to hone the craft. And so, man, there are so many different ways uh, we we can communicate, we can deliver a message. And so you've got the old school intro, three points, outro. You've got those that are involved with the manuscript. They want to write out each word so they know that each word is intentionally written and they're going to say exactly what they want to say. Then you have those that just fly by the seat of their pants and prepare their message during worship because that's when the Lord speaks to them. <laughs> then you have uh, those that, that give everything they have to build a message and still feel like they can't accomplish anything. Well, the goal today is to give you a basic guideline. This is not the one size fits all. This is not necessarily for everybody. It can help you in in this format will not necessarily be for every message, but it is a great starting place to continue to hone your gift, hone your craft to help you find your voice and to communicate for change. So in his book, he, he really brings out this idea that the communication side of what pastors do and communicators do and evangelists do on a Sunday morning or whenever we're doing, we're, we're not just presenting information. We're taking people on a journey. We're taking them from where we are to where we need to be. And how we do that is we go to camp, me, we, God, you, we. All right, so in the Assemblies of God, we've had Camp Kosciuszko, we've had Camp Hines, and now we have Camp Me, We, God, You, We. So what is that? It's basically the pathway of where we're going to go. Me, we, God, you, we. One more time. Me, we, God, you, we. In a quick breakdown of what these are and how this flows together, simply this me is a lighthearted intro on the topic for the day that is a personal story to draw people in. This is your chance to introduce yourself if you're at a new location. This is a chance for people to learn a little bit more about you. If this is your home church, this is a funny, lighthearted story, personal, uh, preferably at the expense of yourself, uh, to, to get people engaged, to draw them in, to bring some laughter into the room, to break the ice, and to help people understand 
understand, oh yeah, I've, I've been there too. I have experienced that as well. And once we've established that, we shift gears to the we. See, the we transition connects the audience to the room. What do I mean by that? It helps us understand that we all have experienced something like this. It may not be the exact way that, that the pastor or the communicator presented it in that moment, but we have all had this feeling. We have all had this struggle. We have all walked the certain road. We are in this together. And that shift takes it to a more serious tone, right? Uh, and then once we get to we and we have accomplished there, now we're going to God. So you've got me, we, God. And this is where you tie in God's word to the story of what's happening, right? So this is the main idea. So God's word lays out the foundation. This is our Bible story for the day. This is our biblical principle that we're learning. This is the baseline, what we're establishing, what we've been through. Uh, So, you know, these are the things that I've struggled with. Here's what God's word says. Here's the things that I need help with. Here's what God's word says. Here's what's happened to me. Here's what God's word said, right? This is where we base everything back to. We're going to lean in heavy to God's word because once we transition, from God's word, then we're shifting to the application side. So this is where we go to you. And we ask questions like, what does it look like in your life if you were to make these changes? How would your life change? What do you need to do to line up with the word? This is the application process. So we go from me, this is my story. We have all experienced something together. Here's what God's word says about it. Now, what are you specifically going to do? And then once we hone it in on you, then we're going to go back to we. This is the community focus. What does it look like if we were to all do this together? What would the church look like? What would our community look like? What type of impact would we make if we did this together? If we took these next steps together? This is a journey that we take the audience on to a common destination where we all can make a step forward and make a difference. This is literally communicating for change. And so you can take any topic, right? You can take any topic that you want and you can flow through it. Me, we, God, you, we. So let's go with love, right? And so if it was a Sunday morning experience and and the topic for the day, we want to talk about love. And so I would open up and say, Hey, you know, uh, you know, I've been married for 10 years, but I remember the first time that I ever laid eyes on Christy. She was so beautiful. She was stunning, man. She took my breath away. I was playing piano. She was playing guitar. And I was like, I have got to get to know her. My heart was beating out of its chest. And, And so I went to go have this conversation with her and I just fumbled through. I couldn't get it through. I made a complete mess out of myself. I embarrassed myself. Didn't really happen, but you get the gist. Uh, and so it's this funny story that we tie in, and so people can relate to that. But we all have had those moments where we were just so in love that we just didn't know what to do. It's like we couldn't control ourselves. We were just like, oh man, I'm so attracted to blank. And then we shift gears to it. So, what does God's word say about love? Is this really feelings? Is this really love? Or is this more lust? And, and then you can go back into God's word. So we'd hit something like 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and we'd go, love is patient, love is kind. So, love's not so much a feeling, it's an action. It's a verb. It's something that we do, right? And so in your life, have you been caught up with feelings or are you living out love actions? Are you getting caught up with the idea of what love is? Or are you truly loving people, right? And so if you're not loving people, what can we do to actually love people today? In fact, what would it look like if we all did it together? If everybody in this room committed to loving people like how we love Jesus? And, and you just go on this journey that you walk them through and, and you can practice your messages. You can go to 
topics. You can, if you know you've got students and you're dealing with bullying, that's a way to go through and, and talk about bullying. And you can go and talk about, again, literally everything. You can work through and begin to hone your gift and work on communicating for change. And the benefit is it's a system in place that you can help through. It's me, we, God, you, we. And the more you practice and the more you develop, the less that you're going to need your notes. And, you know, one of the things that most communicators get so afraid of is letting go of their notes because they don't want to lose their place. Well, if we're going to camp, me, we, God, you, we, you can just think, where am I in this story? Where am I in this journey? Am I in my personal story and I need to go to our story? Am I in our story? Do I need to go to what God's word says? Now is it time for the application of what you can do? Have we already talked about a personal application? What would it look like if we do it together? And you can begin to develop and hone the craft. Me, we, God, you, we. And so some some practical tips that I would love to encourage you with to kind of help you in this arena is is number one, be inspired by others. It is okay to, to like other communicators. It is okay to like their teaching style, their preaching style, which is a huge thing. Some of us are teachers. Some of us are preachers. Some of us are very into the weeds, into the details. Uh, some of us are very passionate and emotional when we communicate. That's okay. Just know who you are and be inspired by others. And so for me in my personal life, I have five pastors that just really stand out to me. Uh, Judah Smith, Chad Veach, Stephen Furtick, Craig Rochelle, my pastor Jody Gurley. You know, six would be like Mike Todd, and they all have something in common. Like the Judah Smith and the Chad Beaches bring it back to Jesus. Like it's Jesus. At the end of the story, it's always Jesus where we see, you know, I love the passion of a Stephen Furtick and a Mike Todd. Like they're just their energy and their excitement they bring to the room. The practicality of Craig Rochelle, of just a simple thought that we're bringing and that we're sharing. And it's just so, so good. And then, you know, my personal pastor, it's awesome to see because he has those same gifts and those same traits that I I like and I love and I want to line up with. And so, you know, it is okay to be inspired by others. But point number two is you have to find your voice. There are too many people that are inspired by a communicator that they lose their own voice because they're trying to be the next Stephen Furtick. They're trying to be the next Craig Rochelle. They're trying to be the next Mike Todd. They're trying to be the next Chad Veach. And God hasn't called us to be a replication of another communicator. He wants you to use your voice to speak to your people to make a difference. He's speaking to you and he's speaking through you. Don't, don't give up your voice to be a carbon copy of someone else. He isn't calling us to be that. So we have to be intentional about finding our voice. How do you find your voice? It just comes with practice. It comes with working on this craft. It comes with understanding your personality and your personality type. There are some that they are not like super passionate, energetic. They, they are cool with it being just more chill and mellow. That's awesome. Find your influences and begin to work at getting better, but never lose your voice, your uniqueness, your fingerprint in the process. Uh, point number three, don't be afraid to use a system. And what do I, what do I mean by that? You, you have me, we, God, you, we. That's a system. That's a process how we flow through. Writing a manuscript, a word-for-word manuscript of what you're going to preach and communicate, that is a system. That is okay to use. God uses you to speak specifically with words and phrases in certain moments moments and on how it's going to go. Uh, Incredible communicators like Pastor Rod Loy out of North Little Rock, Arkansas is a manuscript communicator. Um, Then you have different styles of of how people communicate. You have an expository preacher who's going to take a passage of scripture and break
break them down and get down to the original context. And then you have topical, where we're going to speak on topics and we're going to hang on topics and we're going to hop around the Bible to see what the Bible says about those different topics. None of them are, are wrong inherently. Everybody has their own unique flavor. The key, though, is for you to discover what your flavor is, what your voice is, and stick to a system and continue to use it because it's going to make you better, it's going to hold you more accountable, and you can grow with it. Tip number four, one of my favorite ones that was actually taught to me by Alan Griffin, phenomenal, phenomenal evangelist, uh, says, know where the plane lands before it takes off. What does that mean? Every pilot knows where they're going to land before they ever leave the airport. They don't get up in the air and figure out, oh, where are we going to go today? They know where they want to end before they ever begin. And so it should be with us. How do we want the service to end? How do we want the altar response to be? What are we looking for people to do at the close of service? How are we wanting them to respond at the end of this journey that we went on this morning? Once you figure out what the Lord wants to do in that moment, build from that into that. How do we how do we narrow the funnel to get to that moment and make it as easy as possible for people to respond? So if I know that at the end of the service we are wanting people to stand and come to the altar, we're going to build towards that. If I know people, we want them to stay in their seat and we want them just to have a moment of reflection uh, and just just do some soul searching, we're going to build towards that. If we want people to come get laid hands on, there's going to be a systematic structure of how we're going to do that. Not just hey, come up here. We'll figure it out when we get here. No, like have have a plan and then build towards that. Know where the plane lands before it takes off. Uh, and last practical tip number five: keep it to one main idea. This doesn't mean just for one point, but you want one main idea for them to have that they can take home with. This is the one thought for the day. You can have sub points, you can have sub thoughts, you can have these sub ideas, but let them reinforce the main idea, the one thought that you want them to take away. No one is going to remember the whole message that you have. It's definitely not now that everything's online and everything's streamed and everything's recorded because they can feel like they can go back and listen to it. The problem is... So no one really does. <laughs> no one no one tends to go back and listen to the message if they were there for it to begin with. But here's the thing. If you can give them one idea to rally behind, something that they can chew on, something they can think on, and that they can plan for, they, they can just hold with them for the rest of the week and help them make the application and make the change, help them finish out the journey, that is a win. The idea when we bring in multiple ideas and multiple thoughts, it can get confusing and you can miss momentum, you can, you can miss connection connectivity and you'll lose it. But if you have one idea and one thought that you can bring it home, that is the win. So today, Simply Camp Me, We, God, You, We can help you take your people on a journey to change. And so I encourage you, man, don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to go outside of your comfort zone. Continue to look and find communicators that inspire you, that encourage you. But don't fall into the trap of wanting to be exactly like them. God has created you specifically for a purpose. He wants to use your voice. He wants to use your influence. He wants to use how he created you to make a difference and create change through your communication. We love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you haven't yet, go ahead and like the podcast, subscribe it, rate it, whatever you can, share it with some friends. We'd love to encourage them as well on this journey of life, leadership, and ministry. We can't wait to see you next week.